Two Recruiters, One Mike. A podcast brought to you by Talent United, where we talk about business, people, and the business of people. That's Dion Hart. And that is Gary Banks. This is the radio. Yes, welcome back for the first time today. <laughs> Hello, Richie. <laughs> welcome back. Uh, the Here great Richie in the house. How are you? Happy 2023, Gaz. Uh, it's, it's hard to say it already. I'm really writing 2022 all the time still. It's I can't crazy. believe it's we're almost a third of the way through the first month. Are we? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course we are. Yeah, in fact, yeah. you could argue that we're exactly a third of the way well, through. You, you could argue. Well, you do argue a lot. And, you're so. only, and you've only just come back, so it's nice of you to join the rest of us. Oh, you have to. The whole team are in and firing yeah. for the new year. How about, great. How about that, those results over the, over the week? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Some I'm of the not, best I've seen. I'm not watching. I haven't actually seen a lot of sport, to be honest. Have you? Been too busy doing jobs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, this I like, job, other jobs. I like what you've done with the office. It's excellent. Good. It looks really good. So, good, good. There we go. So what, what are we talking about today, you got? Well, um, I was thinking um, that a lot of people over the break, uh, certainly a, quite, a, quite a few people I know, um, and some of those are candidates, and some are just other people that I know. Some are friends. I have friends, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of them have done this. They have uh, made the decision to resign from their job. Right. Uh, so, and I've spoken to some people who are resigning to go to new jobs, and I've spoken to a couple who have said, I am going to resign without a job to go to. And I'm going to use the, all of that time to get a job. Right. So I'm, going to, I'm going to basically go full-time getting a new job for the new year, uh, which is brave. But I guess if you're going to do it at any time, now it's probably a good time to do it. So I thought it might be wise to have a little chat about uh, if you have made the decision to resign, how do you go about that? How do you make sure that you do it right and problem-free and not burn any bridges and you know, generally just sort of try and make it as positive a thing as possible. Right, yeah. And I know this is one, we've sort of mooted having this type of conversation in the past and there was a little bit of hesitancy because you were worried that it might come across that we're encouraging people to resign, which is actually not the case and we're not inducing people to to go and leave and all that sort of thing uh, unless they've made that decision and come to that decision already. Um, Certainly with our clients, you know, we don't headhunt people out of our clients and all that sort of stuff. So this is probably the situation. Uh, it's a fact of life. You know, people resign, people move on. Yeah, it, it uh, does. Sort of it does happen. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not shy in saying I was the probably the catalyst for the hesitancy because um, I thought, well, maybe our clients don't want us doing a podcast about how to resign. But uh, I suppose you've managed to talk me around to this yep. uh, on, on two points. A, as you say, we flat out categorically will not uh, and we say this to all our clients and we say it on this podcast every now and then, we absolutely will not approach someone uh, about a new role if they work with an existing client of ours. Um, but the other, the other side of it is people are going to resign anyway, right? Candidates are going to resign. There's hundreds of them resigning, thousands of them resigning around the country every single day. So we may as well help them if we can. Yeah. And if one of them works for you, Mr. Client, well, that sucks, but, you know. Well, what we can do is we can follow up with another podcast where we can talk about, well, what do you do if someone does resign? If someone does resign, absolutely. And how do you go about from that? So that maybe will be the follow-up one that we'll have next week. But uh, yeah, so this is, and it's this time of the year, too, that it happens 
probably more often than any other time of the year. Yeah, I reckon with people just, you know, sitting on the beach with a, with a, you know, with a drink, alcoholic or otherwise, and thinking, hopefully they made the decision sober, but, uh, and just evaluating, you know, how the year's gone and what they want next year to look like. And, and yeah, as you say, a lot of them make the decision to, uh, to, to leave where they are. Some do it for roles that they have, they've already signed, um, and others are just, you know, um, looking for something different. So I get that's probably my first point, uh, is if you are resigning to go to a new role, so this isn't I'm going to take some time off or whatever, this is I've got a new role and I'm resigning and that's the role I'm going to, make sure it is a done deal. Make sure you have... I always advise people don't resign until you have signed your employment contract. Well, I'd even go a step further back. Uh, don't resign until you start the new one. <laughs> As in, before you even go to resign, before you even start looking at another role. If you've got something, if you're in a role at the moment, there's things that uh, you're not happy with. Have the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we said this sort of thing in general in a lot. That that theme about the communication comes through with just about everything we do because it's right it's all about communication so it might be a role that you really like but there's just one thing that's irking you or and that's and contrary to popular belief that's not always money um, it oh, might be sure, around yeah. who you reported to or whatever but just have that conversation say look this is something that i'm you know not that happy with and you know this sort of really needs to change and these are the reasons why it needs to change put a reasoned argument in it if you get the undertakings that things will change, well, that's great. Give that an opportunity. If those under, undertakings have been made and nothing has changed, well, then you know. Yeah. And so it's, it's not at the stage that um, you know, you're know you putting a gun to anyone's head, but you, 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 you've given them the opportunity to, to fix the things that you believe needs to be fixed. That opportunity has been taken. So now go and start looking for things, and that's where you, you, know, you find something and then you look to resign. Yeah, so it's really... Uh, partly about making sure that you're resigning for firstly you're not resigning to get away from something that might be able to be fixed in your current role although you know then you start down the path of accepting counter offers which as we know is very uh it's a very dangerous game and we've seen it go wrong later on hundreds of times um but make sure you're leaving for the right reason as well um and really do your due diligence on the role that you're um, that you're moving into. So, if if you're you've got your role, you've signed, you're you've definitely got the job. Um, I think something is really important that oh, I I suspect that a lot of people don't do, and maybe because of the way that we're working now and everyone's at home and you know remote working structures and all that sort of stuff. Where you can, I think, absolutely resign in person. Have a conversation with your manager in person, not with your colleagues beforehand. As a little side note, mm. um, don't don't have a conversation with any of your colleagues. Really, if you, unless like you, I don't know, unless you really need some counselling or some third party advice. But uh, the chances of that getting back to your manager before you've had the chance to tell them uh, is pretty high, and that's not what you want. So yeah. schedule a time to sit down with your manager in person and, and have that conversation. It can't be in person. It can be as like, Yeah, yeah, but directly. Yeah, not not in a letter, not in an email in a yeah. letter. Who's writing letters? Not in an email, not in a text, in some sort of two-way communication. Definitely not in a text. Definitely yeah. not in a text. If it, and if, it, if you can't get the letter, if it has to be on the phone, do it on the phone. But, yeah, mostly face-to-face. 
it's it's the right thing to do. It's 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 showing due respect. Yeah, and I think it's yeah, you're right. It's it is just the right thing to do. Um, so I, I guess following on from that is sort of what what do you say? Um, what do you say, and how do you go about it? And who do you say it to? Is the other person? I think. So who, who you have? So this is to. I guess probably the person you're reporting to. Yeah, I guess yeah. By by your manager, I'm sort of meaning you, you, you'd have the your direct line manager, so the person that you report to. Yeah, and, and let's I mean the caveat on all of that, and this is probably a conversation for a, a whole other podcast. But if there's a, a bullying or a harassment sort of thing, and that's coming from that person, of course, that, yeah. then you you circumvent that whole situation. But this is more from a you've made the decision to move because it's best for you sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that should be done, you know, again, ideally. There might be other conversations that happen with other people, like HR or the managing partner, director, or whatever yep. you want to, want to call them. Um, but the, this initial conversation should really be made for that direct report, your manager, uh, for, for want of a better term, or for your report with them directly. Yeah, and I get, you know, I totally get the, um, the desire to have a conversation with some colleagues. If you have some colleagues you're really close with, uh, and their friends, and you want them. You you want to be the one to tell them, and that's totally understandable. Um, but make sure that you tell your manager first, because you don't want it going the other way around, and your manager hearing it from someone that you thought was a colleague, but now they're really annoyed or whatever that you're leaving, and yeah. you know it's all blows up. So, so what what are you saying to them then? Um, well, I guess a lot of that depends on the reason that you're leaving. Um, but I think probably two things are. Two things I would say is firstly, keep it, tr- tr- do your best to keep it positive. So, um, you know, it, I think a lot of people, again, there's, there's, you know, these are assumptions because we're not privy to these conversations, but I suspect that a fair proportion of people who resign um, might take it as an opportunity to even just get a little, like a little dig in there or, mm. you know, if you t- if you, I told you if you didn't do this, I'd leave or I'm not working for that jerk maybe. anymore. Yeah. Check you later, bros. But I think you've got to keep it positive uh, and, and keep it focused around, I think keep it focused around the opportunity really that you're going to and what that is going to be able to give you and how you see that being a good thing for you moving forward. No one... No one's under the illusion that you're not moving for that. Sorry, that you're 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 moving on for any reason other than it's going to be better for you, right? It's a very self-centered decision, yep. as it should be. I don't say that as a bad thing, as it should be. Everybody knows you're moving on for you, so just use that as a as a way to um, have the conversation around what you think's good, what's in it for you, how it's going to improve you, how it's going to advance your career, rather than, well, this place is a shit show and I think you're going bust, so I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. I think you always, I guess, if you want to soften that blow and uh, to start with, you, know, you maybe open up with, hey, look, thanks very much for the opportunity of working here. You know, I very much appreciate what you've got. And, you know, it's going to be like eight words into that conversation. They're going to know. Uh, They're going to go, you're, you're resigning, aren't you? are resigning, aren't you? Yeah, okay. So, you know, so after that, you know, they might not even hear or understand what's yeah. going on from that. But you're right. They might start crying. The current market, they might be crying. <laughs> yeah. Could be tissues out. It, but, you're, but you're right about keeping about yourself because the, at the end of the day, that is, is your decision. And it, and keep it around, you know. And the, the words you can use, it's like, well, I've come across an opportunity. Um, I found something that really aligns to my values. You know, I, um, this is a different direction I'm, I'm looking to, to head into. Uh, but it's all about, about you because 
the good part of that, you talk about counter-offers before. I mean, and there's reasons why you shouldn't take counter-offers and we'll sort of you know, touch on those, but it's because if this is all about you, there's really nothing they can say that will change your mind because it's you that is making this decision and it's around what is best for you. Absolutely, yeah. And if you, if, I mean, if you're at the point where you've signed a contract with another company, then they shouldn't be able to really talk you around anyway. But, yeah, you're right. If, if it's about... Um, these are this. These are all the reasons this job is going to be great for me. Then, pe- you know, they shouldn't be able to say, "Well, what if we give you an extra, you know, X amount, ten grand, or, you know, what it will make? We promise we'll make you a manager in twelve months." Like, it's all just stuff that to me is after the fact. It's, yeah, it's a little bit too little, a little bit too late. We've talked about it. you've had these conversations before. You had yeah. the opportunity to do that before. You didn't do it. Now you're only doing it when I've got a gun to your head. And that counter offer thing, it's really about. Look, I don't know what the latest stats are, but it used to be that 80% have gone within six months. They, that changed uh, where it's come from. It's a very, very high proportion people leave because they're just buying time, they're delaying the inevitable, and really that counteroffer is about the business, not about you. It's yeah. about them trying to buy some time because I can guarantee you what they'll do is as soon as you've gone, yeah, okay, I'll stay, they're going to be getting something in place to replace you. Because so they sure. know that you're going they to know, yeah. So they're just buying time. Yeah. So it's not about you. What's the point of doing that? Why miss out on this great opportunity um, for you to, to sort of help them? So yeah. whilst you're looking to leave on great terms, it is about you. So yeah. you, And you keep it positive. I think you can leave on good terms and it's still very much about you. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really how you approach it. I don't know. Interestingly, I don't know what the... I don't know what this. I don't think I've ever read a an actual statistic that I felt that like I could rely on about how unef, you know ineffective counter offers are. I just know that every time I see someone who takes one, almost every time it doesn't work out. Yeah. I'd, actually, I'd love for someone. If anyone's listening and you've ever taken a counter offer and you've stayed where you are and you've gone on to have a long and illustrious career with the company that you were going to leave, please let me know. Yep. Uh, two recruiters, one mike.com. I would love to hear the story of how that went. Yeah, good idea. Um, so, all right. So you, so you've told your boss. He or she is crying. Uh, they've tipped the table. There's three fist holes in the wall. Um, what do you do next? So you've got to give notice. Um, so, well, I th- so dis- despite having said, I've got to have a conversation with your manager. The, the, the next step you want to do then, I think, is formalise that with a proper yep. resignation letter. It's got to be written. Um, put that in writing uh, the, with the date that you're submitting your resignation so that, you know, people, whether it's the, your boss or HR or whatever, you know, whatever, depending on the size of the organisation that you're in, they can start to work out things like your last date because that has implications for, uh, you know, unpaid leave, you know, untaken leave and all that type of stuff. So document it. This is the date I'm resigning. This is the number of days notice that I'm giving. Um, and, and give where you can, uh, give the amount of notice that you're supposed to be, that you're supposed to give. Um, again, it's uh, whenever I have a conversation with someone and I, I ask, you know, what's the notice period on? And they say, I've got four weeks and, you know, I'd really like to work out that four weeks and help them find someone. I'd say, look, you absolutely should because how you leave... You know, I think most companies think, well, how you leave the organisation you're leaving to come to us is how you're going to leave us at some point. Yep. And if you drop your current employer in hot water to come to us, 
then we can kind of rely on the fact that when you do leave us and however long however long that is, uh, you're going to dump us yeah. like a bag of potatoes like you dump the old ones. 100%. And it's all, all how it works out too. Like you might do that and they go, yeah, you know what, um, just finish up what you're on and that's it. Or some places they might they pay out your leave straight away and walk you out because that's part of their policy. You get their five life. minutes to yeah, yeah, get so your personal get stuff, stuff out of your drawer. And if that's the case, you can go back to your new employer and say, hey, I can start a little bit yeah. if you want to, or you can... Or you take some you time take off. Take some time, because that would, that's another thing. I think definitely wouldn't think about that before, but if you can, even if it's just a week, yeah, even if it's just a day to just clear... Have a rest, have a relaxation, get all the stuff done and don't go from rush, rush, rush trying to finish off one job to, oh my God, I'm about to start something and I'll learn all this straight away. Give yourself a bit of a break in between if you can at all possible. Yeah. Um, so you've given you've given your notice. Uh, I, th- th- I think something else that's really important and I think it really, this really helps to not burn the bridges as you're walking out the door is to really help your employer do a handover. Yeah, because you're not just helping, um, you know, and you, might, and you might be leaving because you think that the organisation that you're working for and that you're leaving has done the wrong thing by you. You know, they've treated you poorly. They've, uh, I don't know, they've changed the commission structure or they've put you on a project that you hate. Whatever it is, but you're also helping the person that's coming into your job, and you know, quite likely that person is coming in from ex, from an external source. So for they're coming in from another company. So if you can do a handover, you're also going to help them as well. You might you might not want to help the company you work for. You might want to you know give them the fingers on the way out the door. But if you do a good handover, you're actually helping someone who's coming in to yeah. step into that, that your could, role. That could be somebody who's already working in there. Maybe could they have be, to yeah. take over, you know, and you know, they've been oh shit, I've got to do this as well. Yep. And they could be a friend of yours. So you're trying to help them out as much as possible and give them all the info that they need to do your job. Uh, you know, whilst they're, they're waiting for somebody else to come along. So, uh, without a doubt, we would do that. Um, I think, you know, when talking about um, how, how you leave, one of the things that a lot of businesses do now is, is that exit interview uh, sort of thing, and they find the reasons for that. And again, similarly to how we're, we're saying you have this conversation being held uh, in, in actually resigning, the same about your exit interview. To try and frame things positively, but give constructive feedback. If, it, if it's gone, you know what, um, hey, the, if the whole reason you're leaving is the person you're reporting to is just, okay, micromanage the hell out of you, they have unrealistic expectations, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, let them know. In a, in a balanced and measured way, let them know that that play, played a large part in the reason that you are leaving and that's maybe something that they've got to, look to, to address. Because as the business owners or as HR, you want to know that. And if you start seeing a trend of, Hey, you know what? Everybody that we've had going to work for that manager, Jess, they all leave. You know, is there something wrong with manager Jess um, that we've got to look at? So you, you want to know. But again, it's not just you know they're they're, they're a complete arsehole or anything like that. It's more of a um, you know, well, yeah, I found that they were unrealistic in some of the timelines yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So you know, framing it in the right way. It's po- still framing it positive, but give it constructive and measured feedback as possible. Yeah, know, as much as possible. So this we're, this conversation we're having is kind of uh, it's sort of targeted, if you like, at the candidate or the job seeker who is resigning. But just for a moment, so you mentioned exit interviews. So mm. I, I suspect most people probably have some idea what an exit interview is. If you're if if you're a 
uh, if you're listening, I, I guess, on behalf of a company, you probably know what an exit interview is. If you're a part of a small business, you might not have the chance to do them. But why would someone want to do an exit interview? Why would you recommend a company does an exit interview? Well, you want to find, like, you want to find out as much as possible uh, what are the real reasons that person is leaving. Because, again, what they put in there, uh, they don't really go into the reasons, and nor should you. In, the, in your letter, in your letter yeah. that you resigned, you should just say, oh, "I've got another opportunity." That's the case. Well, that's fine. If you just leave it being there, it's ignorance is bliss, and we'll just move on. And you're going to kind of repeatedly make the same mistakes over and over because you don't know the real reason. Now, it, look, it, there is an argument that saying the interviews, the exit interviews, will give you the re- re- real reason. There's also a bit of an argument that says that they won't. Yes. Um, and maybe sometimes those exit interviews can get conducted by a third party. So I've done one. Yeah, I've done, well, I've done, done some as well. So it, it, you, know, you get people in to, to give, and so it's that third party, they feel like they can be very open and honest. And then when that feedback comes back to the client, it is then presented in a measured and constructed way. But in, in speaking to, say, us, if we're holding the exit interview, they, they go all, all guns blazing. I've heard, some, I've heard some absolute doozies. Yeah. I've heard some crackers. And just by the way, this is from... Other clients, not from us, not from people leaving us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm talking about. I'm talking about. um, We're doing them on behalf of clients. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as as a business owner, you should absolutely find out uh, what what are the real reasons, and the exit interview is one of them. And as the person who's leaving, again, you you can always decline it, but it's probably a good opportunity to get your grievances aired. Somewhat, yeah. Know, uh, so you can let them know. Look, this, if you really want to know, this is why. Yeah, this is why it happened. I guess if you are looking to leave, uh, you know, without burning bridges, then you should m- more than likely you should be open to doing some sort of exit interview. If you really feel like you have been wronged by the organisation or you've got some sort of grievance, arguably you shouldn't do it because it is kind of inviting you to to air those grievances and that's not always going to go well. That's not always going to be a positive conversation at all and, and might just prove to further burn bridges, yeah. you know. I think discretion is a better part of that there. If you, if Absolutely. you feel like that you can't hold back, yeah. you just say, you know, I don't think doing an exit interview will be constructive. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That that's that's a very good way to put it. If you don't think you can hold back, then you should hold back one hundred percent. Don't do it at all. Yeah, that's it. And that in and of itself tells you a reason. Okay, there's something here that we need to investigate a bit further. Yeah. So it'll hopefully make the organisation look into that. It is a bit of a double-edged sword because if you're an organisation, you want to know what you're doing wrong, but you are inviting feedback that is not going to be fun to hear, but very helpful. Yeah. So it's not always the easiest thing to do, but as Gary said, it's it, it is an important part of the process. And and I think if you at all uh, can have a conversation with someone who's leaving, in terms of making your own recruitment and talent acquisition, you know, approach better and your own working culture better, you should have those conversations as often as you could. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's like a misalignment of yeah of the days or the duties or whatever, and you. Maybe you got the higher wrong in the first place. Yeah. And this is a good time to reflect and say, okay, well, what do we do wrong here? What can we do better? That sort of thing. But as always, the whole process, it's all about open communication. It's all about being measured and fair in what you're doing, polite and respectful yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. Because 
um, it, just be the better person. Don't be that one who just starts ditching them. Yeah, and I think that that was that was going to be my sort of final, overarching kind of piece of advice: is just just do do all you can to leave on good terms. That might be a handover. It might be, you know, still continuing to help out. Um, you know, working hard up until your last day. Like a lot of people, you know, the most unproductive time in their working lives is the the 30 days notice every time they leave a role because you just mentally check out and while I get that that's definitely easy to do and and it probably lends itself to the whole situation lends itself to that because you know all right 28th of May is my last day so I'm obviously not going to get out and bust my hump in May but do what you can to to go out on good terms be you know be friendly be polite put a bit of effort into you know, if there's people that you want to continue having a relationship with outside of work, make sure that, you know, they know that and, and you know, try and you try and organise to catch up with people outside of work if that's what you want to do. But really just make all of your decisions with the view of leaving on good terms. It's funny, I'll talk about that. I've had a situation before where I've had a client that they've had people come back that used to work for them. And I distinctly remember one of them could say, oh, they came back and they said, yeah, and so the main reason I got them to come back is because when they were working out their notice, they never stopped. They yep. just kept yep. working as if nothing changed. Brilliant. I said, that's the sort of person I want to have back if circumstances present, yep. which they did yep. further on down the track. Excellent. So Beautiful. There you go. So hopefully that's been of uh, some help. If you are or you have uh, made the decision to resign from whatever role you're in, uh, hopefully you go about it the right way and hopefully that helps. If you are thinking of resigning, uh, just keep those points in mind and uh, there's nothing to be lost from resigning in a respectful, you know, respectful way, not burning bridges and as Gary just touched on, keeping relationships in place that you might be able to leverage, you know, moving forward either for, because uh, the other thing is um, referees as well. If you hand in your resignation and then you just go around the office dropping hand grenades left, right and centre, then you know, you basically you can't use that company for a, a reference. And sure, you might have a role to go to, but when you leave that one, they're going to go, well, who can we talk to? And if you're still working for the next company, then your your first sort of go-to for a reference is obviously the company prior to that. And if you've blown the place up as you walked out the door, no one's going to give you a positive reference and you can't go to your current employer. Yeah. So now you have to say to the company that you're hiring with, well, I can't give you anyone from the last two companies I work for. And that's not great either. That doesn't look good either. So, Very good point. So you're bringing things to the table I didn't even think of. Well, there you go. Well, that's what I do. That's my job. Excellent. So there we have it. Gaz, thank you very much. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back to you. Welcome back to our listeners, all 17 of them. And uh, we look forward to having a, uh, a cracking 2023. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe so we can reach more people. And don't forget, if you want to submit a question for our Talent Bites section, you can do so on our website, tworecruitersonemike.com. See you next time.